Hey, this is Carolyn Hennessy, and you are listening to TV Confidential. You know, Prendergast, I gave you that speech earlier, because like I said, that's regulations. They make me do it. <laughs> this one is for me. I've never liked you. You want to know why? You don't curse. I don't trust the man who doesn't curse. Real men curse, Prendergast. And I especially don't like a man in my command who's afraid to hit the street. It's bad for morale. I'm not afraid to hit anything, okay? Get back behind that desk where you belong. And don't waste any more of my time pretending you're a cop. Ed Roberts wants a reminder that Academy Award winner George Chikaris will join us later on in this hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is award-winning actor, writer, artist, painter, director, and renaissance man, Raymond J. Berry. Ray plays a man who embodies a joy for life in Freebird. Freebird, a new road comedy slash buddy movie, also starring Randy Nazarian that becomes available for streaming on demand beginning Thursday, April 1st. For more information, freebirdmovie.com. Bird is spelled B-Y-R-D, freebirdmovie.com. You can also follow Freebird Movie on Facebook. For more on Ray, RaymondJBerry.org. Before we went to break, Ray said that while he liked hearing the positive feedback about Freebird, he had not had a chance to see the movie himself. With that in mind, we asked Ray, do you watch yourself um, whenever you do something for film, or do you move on to the next project? It's a mixed bag. Sometimes I watch myself, depending upon what's going on. I don't make it a point. I've done a lot of TV, mm-hmm. and uh, like, for example, I did Justified, and uh, I never saw one episode until later on I saw one thing where I hit somebody with a baseball bat, but that's only because they sent it to me on my email. Uh, I'm not obsessive about watching myself. Well, that's I, because you're busy no. when you're not making movies. That's because you're busy either painting or writing, so you got other things to occupy your time with. And being a dad. Yeah. Uh, somebody made a podcast of um, me, uh, and they put a scene from a movie I did called Falling Down mm-hmm. into the podcast, and I guess he's going to put more stuff in there. But I watched the podcast, and there's a scene between me and Robert Duvall, and I like the scene and everything, but I had never seen it before. I, I guess that movie came out maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. I'm not sure. But the scene was good, actually. I tell Robert Duvall I don't like him because he doesn't curse. (laughs) 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 It's actually pretty good, actually. You know, whatever. I like Robert Duvall, though. Robert Duvall is a great actor. I saw him on Broadway, so it was a pleasure working with him, respecting him so much. And you know what happened? I worked with him on that movie, Falling Down, and after I finished all my stuff on the last day, he comes up to me, he says, come here. And he goes over and he calls up Milo Schwarman and he says to Milo Schwarman, I got a guy here you should work with. His name is Raymond J. Barry. You should use him, use him. Remember that name, Raymond J. Barry. He's talking to Milo Schwarman in my behalf. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? I can. Because I'm not an actor, Ray, but I talk to a lot of actors. And yeah. and yeah. and I know that that happens more often than people realize in the industry. Because It's about building relationships. And, yeah. and a lot of oh, times... He, he didn't expect anything in return. And 
uh, you know, I was very generous. He's yeah. a really nice guy, Robert Duvall. Really nice. He's really a nice guy. He's not only a, a brilliant actor. You know, I've seen him on Broadway. I saw him do a David Mamet play on Broadway, and he's good. Yeah, well, Raymond J. Barry's good, too, and uh, Ray's spending a few minutes of his day uh, talking to us. Ray's new movie, Free Bird, becomes available for viewing on demand beginning Thursday, April 1st on all major streaming platforms, freebirdmovie.com. Much of Free Bird was shot in real locations in Northern California versus on a studio set. I would imagine, again, I'm not an actor, but I'm just, I'm guessing that there are a lot of advantages to shooting in real location because every real location has quirks and and shapes that you can't always replicate on a set. That's true. Nothing like real life mm-hmm. when it comes to film. Go to the location, you're way ahead of the game. At least you have beautiful visuals. Mm-hmm. When I say beautiful, they can be mundane, but accurate to what the situation is. In this case, there's a lot of outdoors and nature and Sonoma Valley and so on, all of which is uh, quite beautiful. Yeah, and stay with me on this. They say the difference between uh, driving a car and driving a motorcycle is when when you're driving a car, you're focused on the destination, whereas if you're riding, driving a motorcycle, it's not so much the destination, it's the journey, uh, because you're out in the open, and you've got the wind blowing against you, yeah, and, yeah. And, and all of that. Interesting. And I, it, I never heard that before. That's cool. Well, it, it seems to me part of the you know, message of Freebird, Freebird is, is as much about the journey as anything else. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, it is a journey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's um, and it's the choices we make that determine the course of the journey. That's what life is all about. Uh, well, I'm a little taken aback by the shortness of the definition of what life is. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'll be damned if I know what life is all about. Okay, well, really. you, know, you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm trying, you know. I, if, I know, I know, I know. I, have... I, I forgive. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I forgive you. Okay. Um, we don't have to be accurate all the time Ab- when we absolutely. Uh, express ourselves. Absolutely. That's not a requirement. Okay. But I do know. I, you're talking about process, babe. Mm-hmm. You're talking about process. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the process. Absolutely. I get it. You know, uh, if I'm painting a painting, I daydream while I'm painting. I, the, the lush color is immediately gratifying, but my mind is on some person or some event in my youth or some thought I have or some relationship I have. I'm daydreaming, and that's part of the process. And uh, I think it's what makes painting such a, a beautiful experience, the fact that your mind is free to think of other things while your eyes and hands are doing the work. Gee, wasn't that well expressed? That was that. That was awesome, man. That was. <laughs> <laughs> At least 
I have a sense of humor in my old days. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Raymond J. Barry stars in Freebird, Freebird, a road comedy, also starring Randy Nazarian. Freebird becomes available for viewing on demand Thursday, April 1st. For more information, freebirdmovie.com and bird is spelled B-Y-R-D, freebirdmovie.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Earlier in our conversation, Ray, we talked about you were an athlete early in your career. You know, you played football. And if I remember correctly, you were once drafted by the Patriots. But here's my question. I'm not an actor, but I have a lot of theories about acting. And one of my theories is athletes often make good actors because they're both accustomed to taking direction. With athletes, they have a trust relationship with their coach. With actors, they have a trust relationship with their directors. What do you think about that? Interesting subject. Uh, it depends upon the sport. Football, you get a 275-pound lineman with a face like a mule <laughs> and a mentality that he, if he runs hard enough, he can run through a brick wall. They're not necessarily prone to the arts. It's a, an odd kind of game. It attracts... I mean, the game involves head-on collision, yeah. knocking people down, aggression, aggression, aggression. I'm sure there are other football players who have become actors, but it is not a common thing. I think track and field would be a more likely transition to go from the loneliness of the long-distance runner or a sprinter or a quarter-miler or whatever it is, or a high jumper or a discus thrower, I think that track people are more meditative, are very, very disciplined, not uh, necessarily aggressive towards other people, but um, very often very good students. Uh, math majors make uh, good track athletes if they have the natural ability, the track, uh, the running ability or jumping ability. It's really an interesting thing because uh, athletics generally is the idea of going up and acting in a play. When I started acting at Brown University, all the football players came and sat in the back row laughing their asses off at Ray Barry, who was the first string running back for Brown University, trying to act. And believe me, I gave them something to laugh about. <laughs> I couldn't act my way out of the paper bag if I tried. And boy, was I trying. And that was what the problem was. I was trying so hard that I was making a damn fool out of myself. But I was interested. Mm -hmm. Not because of my connection with athletics, because of my connection with my mother's artistic inclination. I think that's where the seed of it began. Not that she was an actress at that time. She wasn't. But she was interested. She would take me to great movies like On the Waterfront or A Streetcar Named Desire. She loved Montgomery Cliff, A Place in the Sun. She would say, Raymond, you have to come and see this movie. And she would take me. And, you know, we had a, a dialogue going after we'd see these brilliant actors play these wonderful roles. And naturalism was just coming into its own at that time. And 
these people were like real people. I'd watch Montgomery Clifton Place in the Sun with Elizabeth Taylor, and it was like watching a documentary. They were so real. Naturalism was beginning to take hold in the profession of acting. The actor's studio was beginning to take hold. People were learning what it was like to be naturalistic before a camera, and it was changing film. Also, writing was becoming more slice of life. Mm -hmm. You had Tennessee Williams. He began to write naturalistic dialogue. And, you know, people weren't just standing there presenting words, you know, talking loud. They were mumbling. They were talking privately. They were whispering. They were meaning everything they said. They were recreating the experience. And that had never been seen before uh, until the actor's studio and, and different schools of thought, Stanislavski, began to take hold. And actors began to look at the craft and from a different point of view. And I had the good fortune of growing up and, and going to the movies with my mother when I was 12, 13, and seeing these performances. And, and it was such an influence on me. And she was wonderful. She loved these people, you know, the Brando and uh, Montgomery Cliff. She loved, you know. That was a long monologue. But it was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 well, it was true. It's true. Yeah. You know? Final question for now. You mentioned you're working on either a novel, a memoir, hey. or both. What can you tell us about the novel? And when, when do you think we might see it published? The novel is about a boy who's going to Amherst College, and his roommate takes his sneakers and wears them, and they get dirty. They have grass smudges on them, mm -hmm. and the boy gets into a fight with his roommate and gets suspended from school for punching his roommate over a pair of sneakers. And he comes home, and he's been suspended from school, and he's also been taking Adderall, and he's addicted to Adderall, and he's smoking weed, and so he's doing drugs. Adderall is a form of speed. Mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. The reason why he's taking it is because the kids are passing it around. He's a basketball player, and kids are passing it around and getting high on it and also using it to stay all night to study, stay up all night. So he comes home, and he's in trouble with drugs, and uh, uh, he's partying, and his father finally... Uh, sends him to a therapist, and it comes out that he's got this issue with uh, Adderall. Mm -hmm. And his father sets him up on a job in New York City. They live in California. He wants to get him out of town, and he, he wants him to get away from his immediate environment. And um, he gets him a job working for a realty company, and uh, his mother sets up an apartment share in New York. Long story short, the kid takes a flight to New York to start his job for a realty company. 
through his father's influence. And um, he shows up at the door of the apartment, all excited to meet his new roommate, which is going to cost him 900 bucks for a bedroom. And he, the door opens, and his new roommate turns out to be a transvestite. He's totally horrified. And also, it turns out that the bedroom that was advertised turns out to be uh, sleeping on a couch. <laughs> and it's 900 a month. And he's right away disillusioned and upset. And he doesn't want to live with a transvestite. Again, long story short, the transvestite turns out to be rather nice mm -hmm. in the beginning and uh, cook some dinner, cook some breakfast, uh, uh, buy some clothes for his job. He doesn't have the right clothes. Uh, eventually, the, you know, instead of moving out, which was his original plan, he, he lingers, he stays in the apartment because it's, it's become at least tolerable. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like living with a transvestite, but this person is rather nice to him. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, uh, she comes home one night with a broken nose, a broken jaw, blood all over her. She's been beaten up by a bunch of rednecks. And Robert, the boy, is put into a position where he has to take care of her because uh, she's really in trouble, beaten badly. And during that period of time, a bonding happens because suddenly Robert now has the power because uh, she's so badly uh, injured. And he stays on in the apartment, he takes care of her, and they become actual friends. And the book is my attempt to show that straight people have the wrong idea about the humanity of people who are different. Mm -hmm. That homophobia exists, that hatred for black people, for gay people, for cross-gender people is real and it's unnecessary that we're all human, that we all have foibles, that we all are cross something. And that's what the book is about. End of monologue. Well, I can't wait for the book to come out, Ray, and I hope you'll come back and talk about it when, when you're ready to release it to the public. It's a promise. Raymond J. Berry is the star of Freebird, Freebird Road Comedy, also starring Randy Nazarian. Freebird, available for viewing on demand April 1st on all major streaming platforms. Raymond J. Berry, it is always a joy to talk to you. I look forward to our next conversation. Well, thank you so much, Ed. And I hope we do this again. Freebirdmovie.com. You can follow Raymond J. Berry, RaymondJBerry.com. Or George Chakiris will join us when we come back on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. 
and no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. You can now purchase t-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of tv confidential is brought to us by our friends at front porch realty the community of realtors in the northern bay area of california that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in northern california call karen strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you 